God, we do bring our hearts to you this day. We do want to be more loving, more holy, more like Jesus. So send us your spirit now that the words that we hear and the words that I speak might plant seeds that you and you alone know how to grow. In Jesus' name, amen. Our scripture lesson today is from Paul's letter to the church at Ephesus, the fourth chapter. Listen now for God's word. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. His purpose was to equip God's people for the work of serving and building up the body of Christ until we all reach the unity of faith and knowledge of God's Son. God's goal is for us to become mature adults, to be fully grown, measured by the standard of the fullness of Christ. As a result, we aren't supposed to be infants any longer who can be tossed and blown around by the very wind that comes from teaching with deceitful scheming and the tricks people play to deliberately mislead others. Instead, by speaking the truth in love, let's grow in every way into Christ. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. So this morning, we continue our sermon series entitled Gather, right? Focusing on the elemental things, the critical things that we value as a church that make us the church we are. And for two weeks now, Emily has challenged Westlake Hills Presbyterian Church to make worship on Sunday morning a priority and to make scripture a serious dialogue partner for our living gathering to worship and being gathered around scripture. What a great reminder of what has always mattered to this congregation and what will nurture and propel us into God's future. So today we keep moving. We keep exploring this topic. And this morning it's going to be the Apostle Paul who will be our guide. In his letter to the church in Ephesus, in the passage I just read, Paul sums up what gathers the church by saying, the purpose of the church is to equip God's people to serve and to build. So the goal is for us to become mature, to be fully grown, fully grown. So we gather as a church to grow, right? Here we grow in our relationship with Jesus Christ. We grow in love. We grow in truth. We grow in unity. We grow in usefulness to this hurting world. We gather to grow. That sounds right, doesn't it? Y'all should go, yeah, that sounds right, right? I mean, who wouldn't want to be part of a growing church, Who wouldn't want to grow a deeper relationship with Jesus? Who wouldn't want to grow spiritually, right? Right? Well, little Jesse is five years old. 
Jesse's a happy child. He's a loved child. He's a busy child. He enjoys preschool, playing with his friends, and dinosaurs. For his third birthday, his aunt gave him a bright yellow dinosaur t-shirt. And here's the cool thing. It came with a toy dinosaur. And the dinosaur had a matching bright yellow t-shirt. Jesse loves playing with that toy and he loves wearing his matching t-shirt anytime it's not dirty. But you heard me say he's five now, right? And even though his aunt bought that shirt two years ago really large, something's happening to Jesse. That happens to all little preschool children, right? He's growing. So now when he wears this bright yellow shirt, he lifts his hands and his little belly sticks out, right? And these tiny holes are starting to appear kind of under the sleeves because he's just stretching that shirt so badly. His mom and dad, they are trying to explain to Jesse, Jesse, you're growing. The shirt, it's just too small. But Jesse won't hear it. I'm not growing, he says. The shirt feels good. It's not too small. The Apostle Paul wrote to the church in Ephesus, God's goal is for us to become mature adults, to be fully grown. We aren't supposed to be infants any longer, he wrote. Let's grow in every way into Christ. Now, Paul loved those people in Ephesus. He cheered on that congregation. He wanted the very best for them. So as his letter wraps up in this fourth chapter, why of all things does Paul ask them to grow up? What does he know about being a Christian? What does he know about being the church that we need to remember this morning? Well, to begin, Paul knew that growing in every way into the fullness of Christ would mean change or actual transformation. And I hope this isn't news to you, but we don't exactly enjoy or desire or seek out change, do we? Just as little Jesse doesn't want his dinosaur playtime with matching t-shirts to stop and change, we have difficulty changing. Changing long-held attitudes. Changing old patterns of destructive behavior. Changing things like bitterness or unforgiveness or apathy or pride. Truthfully, we're so comfortable with these things that changing transforming? No thanks, we're likely to say. I'm not growing in that place. My attitudes and grudges, my way of relating to others or to God, it feels good. My heart, my spirit, my faith, they're not too small. In the Gospel of John, Jesus says, I came that you might have life. Not small life, but life abundant. And Paul knew that we're meant for so much more 
than we usually experience, that we are capable by the grace of God of so much more, more joy, more peace, more life. So he challenges us to grow. Now that means at times we're gonna outgrow things and the church will outgrow things. It's normal and natural and it's part of the journey of faith to outgrow old ways of thinking about God, old ways of thinking about Jesus, old ways of seeing yourself as worthless, old ways of considering our call to make a difference in the world. Friends, as we become fully grown in Christ, we may have to peel off tight t-shirts like little Jesse so that God can do new things. And the church, Westlake Hills Presbyterian Church gathers to help that process of growth and maturity along. Because it's here, my friends, it's here where scripture, where worship, where accountable, loving relationships become a kind of mirror for us. A mirror that shows us our growth, that shows us when things just don't fit anymore, that shows us places of Christ-likeness and fullness as well as places of childishness and need. That's the church in action. That's the church at its best. I'm blessed to have a number of places in my life where the church does this for me. One of them is a weekly meeting that I have with the pastors where we can be honest with each other. And sometimes when we're together and I hear something coming out of my mouth, it's like a mirror showing me where I need to grow. I also get to gather once a week with a small group of women, special women, my renewal sisters. Now, these are really cool women, and they would be fun just to go to happy hour with. We do that too, by the way. But we also take the time to ask each other, where do you see God at work in your life what are you struggling with? What do you need prayer with? And I kid you not, when I hear myself speak, it's like a mirror that shows me what's going on. The church, Westlake Hills Presbyterian Church, gathers to foster growth. And I see it all the time. I'll bet you do too. I see it in Bible studies. I see it in classes. I see it in discussions in the parlor. I see it in hospital visits and deacon phone calls. And yes, even in session meetings every now and then. There God is stretching us. God is transforming us. And our church, our church is being stretched and transformed as well. I was really, really blessed during my teenage years that my grandmother lived across the street. That was very important because my mother and I had a little difficulty. You see, she is a strong-willed and intelligent woman 
and she wanted to protect me fiercely from life. And I, in case you don't know, I'm a rather strong-willed, intelligent woman, and even at the age of 16, I had a strong desire to be on my own and independent. So it was pretty common for me to have to go to my grandmother's house to complain about my mother. I did it on a regular basis. I have this vivid memory of sitting in my grandmother's kitchen at her table, eating warm chocolate chip cookies, drinking a glass of milk, and saying, you know, my mother just does not respect me. I wish she would stop treating me like a child while I'm eating warm chocolate chip cookies, <laughs> drinking milk. My wise granny would just listen, and then eventually she would nod, and she would say, well, honey, if you don't want to be treated like a child, you need to stop acting like a child. The Apostle Paul said, you know, the purpose is to equip God's people for the work of serving and building up the body of Christ. God's goal is for us to be mature adults, to be fully grown. Let's grow into the way of Christ. Friends, what does it look like? What does it feel like to grow into Christ-likeness? Well, it doesn't look like a small child vulnerable to the whims of others and meltdowns and temper tantrums. And it doesn't feel like a small rudderless boat that's just tossed about by any wind that comes along. No, growing up in Christ, spiritual maturity looks like humility. It looks like gentleness. It looks like patient bearing with one another in love. It feels like unity where there is human division and hope where there is human despair. Growing up into the fullness of Christ, maturity in Christ, looks and feels like a life worthy of our loving God. It looks and feels like a life useful in this hurting world. You see, in the end, we gather here to grow in a living, breathing, accountable relationship with our Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus, who sometimes gently and sometimes not so gently leads us forward to new understandings, new ways of loving, new t-shirts. Jesus, who calls us to larger truth and greater unity. Jesus, who empowers us to grow when we do not have that power on our own. Jesus, who gives us one another and gives us this church so that we have companions for this awesome journey. Friends, this is important because there are people in your life, maybe a spouse, maybe your siblings, maybe your children, maybe your neighbors, your coworkers, people who desperately need a grown up Christ follower in their life a mature Christian, someone who knows how to be humble and gentle, someone who knows how to listen and to speak the truth with love. And friends, this community needs a grown-up church of Jesus Christ, a church that knows the truth, that shares the truth with love, a church that can teach the true power and the true source of all unity 
and all hope. And the good news, the good news, this growth and maturity, it isn't all about us. It's not about our striving. Ultimately, it's about a closer, more intimate relationship with Jesus. And as we draw close, Scripture says, the Spirit does the rest. The Spirit knits us together. The Spirit roots us deeper into life, life abundant, life that God desires for you, for me, for my family, for your family, for this church, and ultimately for this world. If you want to be a grown-up, stop acting like a child, my granny said. When I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put an end to childish ways. 1 Corinthians 13. Do not be children, but grow up in every way into Christ, Paul tells the church of Ephesus. There's really only one question. What are we waiting for? For love's sake... For the world's sake, may God continue to gather us, to empower us, and to help us grow up. Amen.